Will you pray with me? O holy God, author of sacred time, sacred people, and sacred spaces, may you reveal your outpouring love for us in the wonder of this story. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. If I were to be honest with you, which I'm going to do right now, I would tell you that no one in all of scriptures quite captures my spiritual imagination quite like Mary, the mother of Jesus. I know I need to tell you that Jesus is my favorite. I'm a pastor after all, but our little secret today is that Mary is in quite close competition with her son. If I were going to be a little more honest with you, I would also tell you that today's gospel passage is maybe one of my very favorite scriptures in the Bible, often referred to as the Magnificat. Because it's a passage that speaks to radical love as as much as it speaks to tenderness and love, to corporate and generational promise as much as to individual familial commitments. I'd like to do my best to share with you why these nine and a half verses, not even a full ten, but nine and a half verses, capture my heart and make me gush as much as they do. But I know that might not be possible. So instead, I want to invite you to turn your attention to your body, particular your midsection. So I I invite you, if you feel comfortable, to place your hand here on your belly and ponder for a moment what it is that happens inside there. The main organ, the stomach at the top, physically takes in, stores, and breaks down the food that we put into our body for nourishment making it possible for our bodies to digest it. It works pretty hard for us to keep us healthy and comfortable, and we know that something is wrong when it starts to ache. Now, this whole part of our bodies, often referred to as our core, the center of us, the part of our body that supports us and provides stability. When we're exercising, we're encouraged to engage our core, right? To work on our core strength. Because when our core is strong, our body is supported. And it makes it so the other parts of our body can function properly. I wish my core were a bit stronger. Now, this bottom part of our midsection, this part of our body contains our gut, which physically contains a whole system of several organs whose job it is to work together to perform the process of digestion. These processes are supposed to work efficiently and automatically without us even having to think about it. They keep us healthy, and like our stomachs, We know something is wrong when this gut starts to ache. 
We also talk about the gut in metaphorical terms, referring to it as a place of instinct, where our natural responses that take little conscious thought or reasoning spring from. When we use the phrase, I just feel it in my gut, you know what that is, right? We're referring to those things we might not be able to explain, but that we undeniably know within our being. A feeling or a response that we just can't shake. Also, in this part of our bodies, in people that have uteruses, there's a capacity to create space to grow, nourish, and store an actual human. For nine months, a tiny embryo grows and develops into a baby, weighing an average of somewhere between five and eight pounds, give or take a couple ounces, a couple pounds, before it is delivered out of the body. We, on the outside of this experience, don't witness firsthand what's actually happening on the inside, right? But we're able to watch the midsection grow and expand as it makes space for that growing life along the way. In today's passage, in the Magnificat, we witness Mary in her body with an expanding belly, singing, praying, and bearing witness to what is coming to her from her metaphorical gut. This child has not yet been born, but she knows in her spirit, in the core of her being, in the depths of her gut, that this child is going to be something absolutely terrific someone wonderful, a sacred child that would be her son. But who would also be the revelation and the manifestation of God in human form. No pressure. The answer to her people's hopes and dreams. The savior they have been waiting for for generations. And she opens her mouth to utter all of that great joy and expectancy for her own personhood and future as a mother. What it meant to be called by God to bring about this life, this holy and sacred life within her own body. As well as what that life is going to mean. What freedom, justice, deliverance, empowerment, healing, provision, and glory that body that she would soon deliver would eventually bring. Her womb was a physical space that was going through a bodily process of transformation, but she also recognized the very spiritual and supernatural process that was unfolding to the meaning behind the process. And she could not help but praise God for it. 
For a moment, I want you to continue to hold your hand on your midsection, to close your eyes, and hear Mary's words once more. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowly state of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Indeed, his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He's filled the hungry with good things, sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his child Israel in remembrance of his mercy. According to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Sit with that for a moment. Sit with those words and the spirit of Mary's. And allow yourself to wonder if that spirit is within you too. If you can feel it in your body. Can you sense that call in the depths of your gut? Something you know, a call to making things whole. To righting the wrongs. To be agents of healing to provide nourishment to others, to speak truth to power. To follow in the way of this Jesus, who at this point in our narrative is not even outside of Mary's womb yet, but whom we know now is alive and well and whose spirit is guiding and accompanying and calling us to follow him in 2022 here in Pottstown. Can you recognize the life being birthed inside of you? Can you recognize the life being called out of you? You can open your eyes now. And if you'd like, you can take your hand away if you feel ready. But if you can also leave your hand on your midsection, if that keeps you connected to the life space with inside of you. Friends, this is the spirit of Advent. The spirit of invitation of Advent. Hopes and dreams and wonder at what is possible. An invitation to recognize where those hopes and dreams and sources of wonder are already at play. Our gospel passage today invites us to shine the spotlight on a young woman who opened herself to carry the holy. And in her saying, yes, our Savior was born. And this radical lullaby 
because that's what this is. This radical lullaby she's saying to her unborn child and to her God spoke to the ways she would mother and tend to the holy as a baby, as a toddler who's constantly falling while learning to walk, as a snarky teenager who thought he knew better than his parents, as a young adult growing into his personhood, as a man in his 30s who lived into the very realities described in this very lullaby. And as she witnessed the sorrowful, tragic end of the story, or so everyone thought. The words of that lullaby sustained and consoled her spirit for those three days when things got scary and uncertain and they provided the substance for her joyful shouts from the rooftops when he returned. Our theme today is sacred place, sacred space. And while we might consider locations where we, ex where we experience the sacred, I want to invite you to consider your body and your being as a sacred place, a location where the sacred dwells and is birthed out of. Because the sacred does dwell in you and is delivered in you, in me, in our neighbors, when we allow the spirit to be at work in us. As Christians, followers of Jesus, we are called to make way for what Mary foretold in the Christ child. The pouring out of mercy. The strengthening of the weak. The scattering, the damages of pride, bringing down the terrors of power, and elevating those on the margins, providing for the needs of the hungry, the thirsty, the sick, the mourning, and guiding the rich to seed generously with contentment and sharing rather than hoarding resources that others need and cultivating a continual thirst for more and more. We too make space for Christ in the world when we pay attention to the sacred that is dwelling within. Can you feel that? Can you spiritually imagine that world? That's what Mary's song does for me. It helps me to imagine different worlds. It opens my eyes to what is possible and it inspires me to respond to that invitation. May it be so for you, too. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for awaking our minds, for awaking our hearts, for moving in our gut 
truth that we might not be able to express, but that we know. We trust you, God, to show us the way. We trust you to indwell us, and we invite you to dwell in us. May we be faithful. When we hear your call, may we act. May we rest in your grace, knowing that what we have is enough because we have your Holy Spirit. Activate us today, O oh God. May we join with our sister Mary in joy at what is possible in Jesus Christ. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen.